Hello and welcome to the further adventures of the faraway nearby. I am your host, DJ Starsage, and as I am a New Year's baby, I feel certain duty to welcome you to another new year, and in this case, a new chapter of this show. This is the first episode of our third season. Seasons change, time passes, and so we turn the page to begin a new chapter. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me the pleasure of introducing you to Micah, the Princess of Tall Faucets. Greetings and salutations. The princess and I became acquainted a few years back when Billy and I were first dating. And for a time not unlike Lucy and Ethel, Micah and I spent our days dipping bonbons at the wrapper factory. (laughs) (laughs) So today we're going to spend a few minutes becoming reacquainted. So won't you pull up a chair, grab a snack, and your favorite beverage? The the princess actually attended mine and Billy's uh, wedding. Yes, I uh, remember there was a fire uh, and we had s'mores Mm -hmm. and that's when I was introduced to the idea of using uh, some other chocolate rather than just a Hershey's with Mm -hmm. the s'mores, uh, like a Reese's peanut butter cup. And now it has become a staple and I have passed it on to others. Oh, so thank you for opening my eyes to that. Oh, certainly. So, Micah, it's been a while, and uh, yes. for those of uh, they have, those out there in listener land, uh, tell them a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I'm an Aquarius, and I have a birthday coming up very soon. Ooh. Yes, I'm excited about that. Also, my favorite perfume is, um, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's called uh, Versace Bright Crystal. Mm. It's uh, it smells really good, and it comes in a really pretty bottle, mm-hmm. and it's pink, mm. uh, which is my favorite color. Um, also, I love iced coffee year-round, whether it's freezing out or hot out, whatever it is. My favorite movie is uh, probably Mean Girls or Clueless. I just I like both of those. They're they're in the same genre. Um, I am not a mean girl myself, but. I can relate. (laughs) And I was also going to say, I love ramen noodles. Mm -hmm. Like They're so good. And my favorite, actually, I can't believe I'm saying this, but my favorite is the Oriental flavor. And I can't believe they still call it that. But it's really good. (laughs) Oh, well, you know, I'd have to say that... uh, you know, I I don't mind ramen noodles myself. I don't have them in the house that often anymore, but I used to love the the shrimp one. And, uh, you know, everybody's got a special way of making it. A friend of mine years ago said that when he was in college, he thought that he might, like, you know, come up with a, a cookbook, how to make ramen all the different ways. <laughs> but uh, I used to love to um, soak it in the water with the, you know, the mix there. And uh, I, I like the shrimp one, but I would also add plenty of mushrooms to that. Ooh, mushrooms, mushrooms are really are good. Yeah. Sometimes I like to add uh, some frozen veggies like um, uh, corn or, or uh, green beans mm-hmm. um, and mix it in there. That's that's really good. And, you know, of course, uh, a princess would have to like a, uh, a, a perfume that's... Uh, Named after a fine jewel. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's only fair that since Micah has opened the clam a little here so we could see the pearl inside, 
that I peel back a layer and share a few things about me. And uh, of course, this may be more for our newer listeners that might be catching on because my life is an open book in some ways. But uh, let's see. So five things about me that you may not know. Well, I am the youngest of four in my family. Everybody else has their own family but me. Womp womp. Mm. Um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> I am a Capricorn and so is my husband. Uh, some would say that's one of the reasons why I like to organize things. I love lists. So I don't really have a favorite fragrance. Um, Billy works in a store, so... He brings home lots of uh, different samples, and I just like uh, as as any as any well informed person would. You like what your better half says is pretty, so it's just right. that's <laughs> nice. I love it, and oh, hey, you got that for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to switch it up every now and then. Exactly. I've had dinner with Star Trek celebrity actor George Takei. Oh, how did that come about? I used to run a fan club for a number of years. So we invited him to dinner when he was at our local convention in Denver. And uh, it went quite well. In fact, I um, I ended up trying to seat myself in the chair that he wanted because it was the one that was next to the post in the dining room. <laughs> and, you know, you think to yourself, well, why in the world would you want to sit next to post? You know, when can, oh, no one can see you. Okay. Mm, <laughs> yep. Makes sense. Makes sense. But I, I, (laughs) and let's see, I was once offered a job uh, by an executive, and uh, I was on a plane flying back east to my father's funeral at the time. So I wasn't coming back. Mm. So what odd timing. (laughs) (laughs) I think that leaves me with one more little detail here to share. Let's see. I got snowed in once at a convention. I was visiting my best friend, best person at my wedding, who I think you met, the lady Janet. We got stuck at this hotel when a blizzard hit. And it was a convention weekend, and the guests were there for a couple of extra days with us, so they gave added days of entertainment, and it was the cast of the 90s sci-fi series Alien Nation. Oh, I think I remember that. The the princess is not as big a sci-fi nerd as me, but... I, I think that she does humor her friends now and then because I was looking at the list of movies that you've watched and you saw the latest Star Wars movie, didn't you? I did. I, so, did. I guess it's safe to say now that it's been out for more than a month, it's not really a spoiler. What did you right. think of it? Um, I, I enjoyed it, but I didn't like it as much as the other, the one that came before it like a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. Um. I felt like it was a little slower paced this one and I'm still trying to figure out um, the Kylo uh, Ray relationship. Yeah. And that really bothers me because <laughs> they have like this weird, like romantic vibe, but also like a brother, sister, like sibling, like sibling or family vibe. That's mm-hmm. kind of creepy and incestuous. Um, but I enjoyed it overall. And I'm I'm not a 
true fan, so I guess I can't, you know, speak to all the intricacies of how, you know, everything worked out. But as a as a just purely entertainment value. It was enjoyable to me. Well, because, you know, a princess had to go to say goodbye to a princess. Yes. And uh, I don't know about you, but there seemed to be quite a lot of footage with Carrie Fisher in it for somebody that recently passed away. I mean, how much of that movie was done when when she actually passed away? Mm-hmm. I, was I was wondering, wondering that, that too. Because I'm sitting there watching the movie and I'm wondering, okay, is this the scene where her character is going to die? And then it keeps going and going. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. I figured that would be like kind of the perfect opportunity to kill off her character. And, um, but and, then it's like, nope, I'm back. Right. Bye. It's just like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I uh, I really admired her. You know, she she was certainly a, a presence to behold, but it's just like mm-hmm. the the part of that story is to pass the baton on. You know, it's like, okay, right. you've you've got your sprinkling of the actors who started off the entire series back in the late mm-hmm. 70s, and now you have the new era of talent coming in, establishing the next installment of the storyline. And you know, not to nitpick it too much, but there's a fair share of fans out there that just really need to get over it because it's just like <laughs> you can't have these actors playing the same characters, you know, in the nursing home. Right. Right. And it's um, very true. You know, I mean, I, I I couldn't for one tell you how old Mark Hamill is, the actor that played Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he's maybe 60 um, you know, possibly younger than that. You know, when when the the youngest guy in the movie is suddenly the oldest, I think that that says something. Right, right. And I'm sure that they get tired too of being that character. You know, being so known for that type of thing. It's you know they're real people at the end of the day, and I'm sure that they're honored to be part of it. But you need a break. And like you said, passing the baton you know, to the new generation. And, it's not um, such a horrible thing. Micah and I chose a few questions to ask each other so we could not only become reacquainted, but so that you find folks uh, joining us here in the land of far and near might get to know her a little better. So we'll go ahead and start this off here. When you were younger, what did you want to be when you grew up? So I was thinking about this question and the first thing that I remember wanting to be was a fashion designer. Um, I I thought that I had some sort of skills, um, but I can't draw. I can't sew. um, And I really don't have much of an eye for fashion. Oh. So (laughs) I just wanted to go to my lifestyle. Yeah. And then, and then it went from that to a police officer. Um, which I think was because they have power and I wanted power. So mm-hmm. make of that, that what you will. will. Oh boy. <laughs> it it kind of reminds me of a moment in my childhood when I thought that I might want to be an architect because my dad was a building contractor. Mm. But, but then I realized I wasn't good at math and <laughs> you know, that's kind of bad. 
Right. <laughs> so, so I have, I have a question, question for you. you. Sure. What, what was your favorite, favorite subject in school? Let's see. My favorite subject in school. Well, I was very fortunate because uh, at the time that I went through the ranks, many of my teachers had uh, had just come from that era when people had uh, been to Vietnam and had been in the service. And so several of my teachers had actually been in the Peace Corps and had seen something of the world. So I think as a result of that, my favorite subject in school was history because my teachers could not only read from the pages, but they could also speak to something of the history. Oh, that's very interesting. So, um, let's see here. The next question I have for you, Your Majesty, is uh, do you follow your heart or your head? Oh, Oh, that's that's a loaded loaded question. question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would love to say that I follow my head. But uh, it's usually my heart that um, leads the way. Mm-hmm. And I um, realized later on that I should have uh, listened to my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I continue to do it anyway, like sticking your hand on a hot stove over and over again. Well, I, I can uh, I could safely attest that everything happens for a reason and... Uh, you know, I, I've been there myself. Um, you know, of course we'll, we'll fill in those blanks as the time comes to the future, but we both have that in common. Yes, for sure. So what is something that makes you smile? Something that makes me smile. Well, um, thinking about, a, uh, a a trip like if I'm planning something out and I have mm-hmm. something to look forward to if I know that I have a weekend off with my husband coming up because we don't often get days off together we're lucky if we get a Sunday mm-hmm. one of the perks of being the important person in your job is that uh, somebody calls in sick now suddenly you have to cover for their shift so, yeah, that that's what makes me smile is to know that we have plans to be able to do something. And, in fact, we have a trip coming up not that far ahead here. Mm. We're going to the northern Baltimore area, which is actually where the Lady Janet hails from. Uh, well, not far from there. And uh, it's the convention that she and I first became friends at. It's mm-hmm. the 25th anniversary of the Farpoint Convention, and they've returned to, to their original host hotel. And I will be there with fellow podcaster, Mr. Toppy Smelly, who I hope you'll be meeting in the near future. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are going to have a weekend of fun. Sounds great. So let's see, Micah. Uh, what is the longest you've gone without sleep? The longest I've gone without sleep is um, probably a little over 24 hours. I was, it was when I was a teenager and um, they did this. Uh, I don't know if you ever did it, but the YMCA has like a lock-in 
Mm -hmm. And um, so we, so, you know, I went and did whatever I did that day, which was maybe go to school, I think. And then I went to the YMCA and, um, you know, stayed up with my friends all night long and we had a great time. But uh, by the next day, by the time, you know, the doors were opened and everything, I was exhausted and somehow still continued to stay up. Um, but I could never do that now. Oh, <laughs> I need my full eight hours. Yeah, I, I, I get that on the weekends during the week. I'm, I'm lucky, uh, if I get six, but you know, I, I've got a bit more of a drive than you, um, not making this about me. Um, but you know, the, the longest for me, I, it was at least 24 hours. Uh, Billy and I took a trip the other year. We went on our first trip overseas and we went to Ireland. Mm. And um, there's a five-hour time difference, not to mention the eight-hour flight. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... <laughs> yes, that can be exhausting. Mm. The flights. Oh. So... Um. Let's see here. What's your favorite song of all time? That is a good question because that's something that can change over the years. You know, it's like mm -hmm. uh, what what uh, did you have in your lunch going to school? It's like, well, are we talking about fourth grade or are we talking about sixth grade? You know, right? I think that in more recent years, I would have to say. That one of my favorite songs is, of course, by the first artist that I began to follow religiously, who was Cindy Lauper. <laughs> and you know, I, I, it just makes me sad to know that there are people in this world who don't realize she's had more than a dozen albums. Mm. Um, but it is a song that was supposed to be released on her first single on an independent label back in the late 90s i want to say she made the decision to sign with a different label because she like a lot of artists wanted more creative control and uh, shortly after she finished recording that album and was ready to release it uh the label folded <laughs> oh no. So not only couldn't she release the album, but they technically still held the rights to many of the songs. Oh. So wow. she could only release it as an EP a mm. few years later. So, but the song, and you probably will recognize it because we played it at our wedding reception, is Shine. And oh, yes. And uh, there's several versions of it. The most popular, of course, is the somewhat dancey version. But my favorite version is the instrumental version that's played with string instruments. And, of course, um, it's a song of a uh, basically a friend that's got your back. You know, Shine, I'll Stand By You. Don't try to push me away because I'm just going to stay. So Aww. that's... That's why my it's my favorite song. And I, I think that, you know, it, it probably would be a good prom theme, too. But, you know, mm -hmm. these days the kids just pick the songs that are in the tops of the charts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Would you rather have summer weather or winter weather all year round? Oh, definitely, definitely summer. summer. 
<laughs> um, I, I like being outside. I like uh, picnics and the beach and just going for a walk. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a fan of the hot, humid weather, but when it's sunny and like in the 70s, I'm happy. Um, the winter just is so blah. It's just depressing and uh, it's wet and cold. <laughs> I, I'm having a hard time finding some redeeming qualities here. It's pretty to look at sometimes. I'll give it that. <laughs> I, I like to tell people the uh, the winter is our price to pay for the the pretty seasons that we get the rest of the year here. Absolutely. Oh, what's, what's the, the worst, worst job you've ever had? Oh, the worst job I've ever had. Well, when I went away for school, it was out of state. I lived with my sister for the summer because she lived across state line. Not to say that everybody who works in this industry has the worst job, but I feel for them. I worked at a fast food restaurant. I worked at a Wendy's. I was a grill cook. I did that for, I think, all of a month. Every day I would come home from working at the at the grill, and my sister had a dog. And as you might imagine, that dog thought I was a hunk of meat when I came home wearing <laughs> that apron, smelling the burgers on it. Uh, so that that was the worst job that I ever had. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That sounds awful. I have worked in the fast food industry when I was younger and uh, I can say that I had a good time. I remember it being very slippery on the floors and I I remember the smell. It's coming back to me now. (laughs) (laughs) So that brings me to the next question, your majesty. Would you eat food that fell on the floor? Um, Would Would I? I? Absolutely, and I have. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> Ten second roll, two second roll, whatever. If, 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 if as long as it's not anything that would really pick up stuff like something with frosting, like if a cake fell on the floor, like then I wouldn't, you know. But if I can just brush it off, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine with that. I think more importantly, <laughs> it needs to be carpeting, not like vinyl floor. Yes, yes. I mean, it, it. like I said, it just depends on the texture of the food, but the, I don't uh, like to waste. At the wrapper factory where you and I both worked, I think <laughs> that might be questionable because yes, I can't remember how often I've seen those carpets cleaned. You know, um, I they occasionally clean them every like several years, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um and but somehow they still look the same. They say that they they clean them. This is allegedly. This is one of those workplaces where instead of actually cleaning the carpet, they replace it. Yes. yes. <laughs> <sighs> mm-hmm. So speaking of food, mm-hmm. if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Well, that's a difficult question because there's quite a few foods that I easily get sick of, and mm. I definitely wouldn't want to eat those for the rest of my life, like pizza. Mm. When I go to visit my sister, 
she has a house full most of the time and she's a working professional. So she'll come home at the end of the day and there's no imagination. She doesn't want to cook. So there's always a pizza in the oven. And that's pretty much off my diet nowadays because I won't fit these clothes anymore if I go back to that way. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> I think because there's more variety, the one food that I could eat for the rest of my life would have to be sushi. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I love sushi. Just, I, I could definitely see that. It's been a few years now, but I, I took Billy back to Denver where I lived for almost a decade. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time in years that I'd been there. And I wanted to take him to my favorite sushi restaurant. And don't you know, they closed. Oh, what a bummer. <laughs> what would you say is the most exotic place you visited to? Unfortunately, I haven't really been to as many places as I'd like to. Yeah. I've been to Vegas, Las mm-hmm. Vegas. Um, and that was fun. That was an experience. I have a couple of friends who moved there. So I was really able to stay with them um and i'm not much of a gambler we you know we went around i saw a bunch of sites we went to the hoover dam Mm -hmm. so we had a lot of fun and i really like it there i can't really think i'd love i'd love to go somewhere tropical i'd love to take a cruise or something like that i want to travel but it's just not in the budget even though i'm a princess (laughs) She's a princess on a budget. Yeah, I'm a princess on a budget. There you go. <laughs> How many states have you been to? I have been to, New, obviously, New York. So driving, you know, I have family in Virginia. Um, so I've been to Pennsylvania and Virginia. I have family near the D.C. area. And like I said, Las Vegas, I've been to California. Ooh. Just very briefly, we went to L.A. for uh-huh. a day. I absolutely loved it. I, I would love to go back. And I've been to Canada. I've been to Niagara Falls and Toronto. Just too many times to count. But I, I love it. I love it. And I'd love to explore more. How about you? You, oh you are a traveler. <laughs> well, until the other year... The furthest that I had been was to Tijuana and to Toronto because those were the two places in different countries that I'd been to. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we finally ripped the Band-Aid off the other year and decided to go to Ireland because Billy and I both have Irish roots. Mm-hmm. And that little twerp, his grandmother was born there. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, it goes back quite a bit. Further, and I mean before the Civil War here. So it's not like I'm going to be able to go for a coffee somewhere and just run into a cousin. I've lived in about five different states. I've lived in New York, Massachusetts, Texas, California, and Colorado. If my mother-in-law wasn't the sweetest person on this earth, I would move back to Denver with my husband in a heartbeat. It was nice to spend a few minutes with you and catch up a little bit, Princess. Yes, you too. So we will we will continue these visits as we move along here. I want to thank the Princess of Tall Faucets. We hope you'll join us again soon. 
be sure to check out my solo podcast, Surely You Just, at syjpodcast.wordpress.com. And keep an ear out for an upcoming episode of The Smellcast, where Billy and I talk Star Trek with Toppy Smelly. Thank you for listening to The Faraway Nearby. This program can be found wherever you listen to podcasts. You can email us at tfnpodcast at gmail.com, tweet us on Twitter at tfndj, find our fan page on Facebook, and our companion blog on Tumblr, or text or leave a message at 720-230-6919. Unified. Unique. Voices. Unified. Unique. Voices. A network of inclusion. Univospods.net.